And welcome to episode two of the Misanthropod. I'm your your bodacious host, Snipe. And who the fuck are you? Uh, I'm I'm Wib. I'm the other one. Okay, the other one. The, the other one. The less important one. I'm not going to argue that. No, no, no. Okay, now you've just made me feel genuinely bad. <laughs> okay, now, uh, ouch, ouch, man, that hurts. I, I like how how you you refer to me as the less important one. Yet I'm the one that's done bad now. I'm the one that's in the wrong. You're the one that's hurt my feelings. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yes. We should probably get on to topics. Yes. Straight away. What are we doing? What are we doing today? We're talking about gaming news. Okay, what's been happening in the video games? Well, as you know, there is a new Hitman game out. I, I have heard about this. Yes, uh, yes, called Hitman, which I honestly can't imagine that it, that ever gets confusing. You see, it's maybe the one game series where that's not super confusing, because the first game is called Hitman Agent 47. That kind of makes sense to me, though. So there is at least... So there isn't another game just called Hitman. It's not like Tomb Raider or anything. I know, I know, but it's still like... Uh, oh, it's still dumb. Because every but... game is a Hitman game. Mm, yeah. Because, you know, like that, well, you could argue that with literally anything. Fucking ignore me. <laughs> but yeah. Episodic game. Seems like people are okay with it. But there's... There's a video, because apparently this this was this was a thing where what they did was they got like this this mansion kind of thing in the middle of like nowhere, and they got they got a guy shaved his head, dressed him up like Agent Forty Seven, and then uh, they would get like YouTubers to direct him. So basically, they were kind of playing the game, but it's like live action. And sort there was like, like a bunch of actors around and they'd be like, oh, go into the house and wait until this guy's back to and then garrote him. And he'd go, okay, and then do it. That kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I have seen seen the video you're, you're alluding to. <laughs> the, the one with the Chuckle Brothers. Yes. Okay. Now, for those who aren't aware, the Chuckle Brothers are like these sweet, weird-looking old men that do a lot of children's programming in the UK. Yeah, I don't know if it is possible to comprehend... The Chuckle Brothers, if you're not British. It's like an eldritch horror. You have to have experienced it to truly understand it. I would recommend any anyone who is a non a, a non British person to Avoid you- them like the well, play. To YouTube the at least the intro to an episode of Chuckle Vision. And you'll see who the Chuckle Brothers are. See, I'm I'm being a foreigner myself. The Chuckle Brothers appeal is a bit lost on me. But it's like get- end of the peer humour. Yeah, really. It's it's not really my thing. Mm. But it doesn't cross the international punchline. No. And the, yeah, so they got the Chuckle Brothers in to control Agent 47 to kill, like, I don't know, like a Russian arms dealer. Yeah. Stereotypical spy stuff. And they turned into fucking psychotic monsters. We gave them a drop of power and now we've figured out what kind of men they really are. The kind of men that want to fire people and then hit them. <laughs> Such a fucking weird video. Yeah, so yeah, um go go watch the Chuckle Brothers playing live action Hitman. It's a thing that exists and you can watch it. The, um Yeah. The, the, honestly, the one I've got one more thing to say about this, and the weirdest fucking thing about that was like 
you know, like it's slowly zooming in on the guy, the, the camera, but like you know, the guy playing 47. And then he's like, give me your orders. My life is in your hands. To me. To you. And I'm like, that's their catchphrase. And I'm like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> that is so... It's like you actually have to pinch yourself to see, it's like, this can't be real. This, this has to yeah. be fake. What the hell? There is the most important news of the week. Oh, of oh, the year, oh, possibly. Okay, please. Which, please. which is that the dog from Fallout um, won an award won Video Game Dog of the Year. But, More oh, accurately, the dog that it was based on, who is a German Shepherd called River, won an award. And a dog winning a, an award is the best thing. Because dogs, dogs are cool. Dogs, and, and dogs yeah. are the best. They need all of the awards. I don't have anywhere to go with that. I just wanted to mention the fact that a dog won a trophy. And that makes me happy. I think, oh no, I think we should probably have like a, a dog award show. But well, we should. Yes, we should. And where we basically trick everyone into letting us have their dogs. <laughs> I, ju- I just want... And just award every dog with this is best dog. Yes, because every dog is the best dog. Let's be honest. That is true. That is true. Another piece of interesting news. Have you heard about the PS4.5? Yeah, that's a thing, apparently, that yeah. might happen. After that fucking weird shit with Microsoft going, we're basically thinking about selling this as a, a shitty PC with peripherals and stuff and upgrades for it. Yeah, apparently they kind of went back on that a bit later on. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, another PS4.5 comes out, which is basically what is it? Like it makes the PS4 4K? Or well, what the, the, the plan seems to be that the PS4 as it stands can't really do VR particularly well because you know how um, console games have this trouble at the moment of running a good frame rate and a good resolution? I don't fucking know. Have you seen a lot of the new release PC games lately? (laughs) Well, yeah. Is it more consistent than that shit? Well, yeah, but I'm not talking about big budget things here. You know, bad ports that run at shitty things. Well, yeah, fair enough. Just the the PS4 and the the fucking Xbox just don't fucking work. Like, they... Their their frame rates are tend to be choppy and they tend to run at lower resolutions than their PC counterparts is the point. Um, so to try and combat this, because the thing about VR is that it needs high resolution because you've got the screen so close to your eyes. I, I can imagine it would cause all sorts of fucking issues if it was like, like quite low res. Yeah, so because they're doing the whole PlayStation VR thing, um, they, are, they are bandying around the idea of making a sort of PS4.5 that will be an upgraded version of a PS4 so that it can run at a higher resolution. They're claiming that it will be able to run 4K, although the fact that their current system can barely run 1080, I'll hold my, you know, I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath that it will run at 4K, but that's the plan anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's like there was this big whole thing about like the Oculus releasing and it being ridiculously expensive. But like now it's like the PS4 like VR comes out and it's like, oh, it's like Three hundred dollars or something. It's but cheaper than the Oculus. It's anyway. cheaper. I'm not but sure. But not price. if you factor in that you need to buy a new fucking console for it. I I think that the the PS4 VR thing will run on a normal PS4, mm-hmm. but it'll just run better on this. Ad- so this what is the what is the version. PS4.5? Is it, it? It can't be just like a firmware update. It's got to be no, like... no. It's, it's seemingly going to be like a, a just a new box thing. I think the best thing to think of it as it's kind of like when they make an upgrade for the DS 
and it's and it's named something stupid. And it's yeah, well, they'll probably <laughs> just append another letter to the end of it, like like PS4 Q. Um, yeah, just like how how Nintendo do it. They're probably going to do something like that. But yeah, yeah that's that's a thing. Um, okay, I don't really know how to feel about this thing because VR is not something I can we can comfortably well, afford. Theoretically, it could mean that existing PS4 games, or at least regular PS4 games, could potentially actually run at a decent frame rate and a decent resolution. I wouldn't hold my breath. No, I wouldn't either, but that's... But in theory, that sounds pretty yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be good. I mean, unfortunately, that will probably mean that to get the, that they'll be able to then release a PS4 that's then the same price as the PS4 before the price drop, so they can keep the price high of a console that's technically kind of old. Mm. A bit like the DS, how, like, you can buy a DS now, like, the, whatever the current... Uh, 3DS... Uh, oh, I, I can't... 3DS, like, XL, XL 420 Blaze It, whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that. Um, but how those are, like, about the same price as the original DS was when that came out. Yeah. Because they kept iterating upon it, so that it's... Even though it's technically an old console, they've just been iterating upon it, so it's not even the same console anymore. Yeah. Like, maybe they're going to do something like that. Um, oh, fuck knows. You'll have to see what, what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, what other news? Oh. Oh, yes. Yes. This, this is the one I've been looking forward to. So, yeah. If you are a, uh, a fan of, uh, of the YouTuber and reviewer Jim Sterling... Jim fucking Sterling's son... You, I believe his is his actual name. I believe that is his legal name. Yes, that's his legal name. <laughs> um, you, if you're familiar with him, you might know about his long-running feud with developer Digital Homicide. And we use the term developer very loosely. Yeah, and if you're not aware of the situation, what basically happened was... A game called The Slaughtering Grounds was released on Steam. It was very expensive, made from cobbled together assets bought from the Unity store. It was an absolute shit show, just thrown together, barely functional, no no content to speak of, and one piece of music that was really grating. Yeah, Looping and, and looping incessantly. And it, it wasn't programmed well, it didn't look good, there was no artistic cohesion. It was just a shit. It was just a bad game. Yeah. Um, and Jim played it for his, his YouTube channel and said it was shit because it was. Um, the developer, Digital Homicide, took this very, very personally and it started off a very long feud of kind of back and forth. Just goading and just being very, very juvenile about the whole thing, like taking criticism of the product as a direct personal attack and yeah. just not behaving like an adult. I mean, to be fair, Jim Sterling has been a bit of a shitback. Oh, yeah, he is. He has goaded them like crazy. Oh, he has. But at the same time, I can't really fault him because they have been such dicks about it. Oh, they made it personal. Because um, yeah. they started hurling insults at him for just reviewing well, just reviewing their game. And Yeah, for, for a first impression video and like for that amount of fucking venom to be spat is like, okay, yeah, fine. I can't... I can't honestly say I wouldn't do the same thing he did. But, yeah, it's escalated about as far as it can go now, because after going quiet for a while, they've actually filed a lawsuit against him. Yes, they have. They're suing him for liable. Yeah, not only that. I think it's... They're suing him for 10 million US dollars for this. Because their shitty games would make 10 million dollars, apparently. Yes, and, like, all of the claims, like, um, because the complaint is available... Yeah, you. you can you can find it. You if... can find it. 
defamation, um, libel, stuff like that, like where now I, 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 we are fans of Jim Sterling's work, so we will always be a little bit biased. Oh yeah, of course. But like the complaints are like taking things that he's done or said or what they perceive to have been said vastly out of context. Like um, like the whole he has incited his fans to come and attack us. It's like he hasn't. And their proof for that was he in a Jimquisition video he did years ago, he did this jokey thing about injecting vegetables with this weird serum and, and then making them go out and attack like public monuments or something. And they were like, Yeah, that proves it. That was their smoking gun. That was it, yeah. Uh, Although admittedly that, that thing isn't in the uh isn't actually in the, the court case thing. Well, I've, I've, like I say, I've seen um, like the big list of... Because uh, I think you could only see it... Because they, they set up a uh, like a crowdfunding link. They did, yeah. They did, yeah. which ended very badly. They, they took it down pretty quickly because people were going there and donating just enough so that it would cost more in the fees to use the actual system than it would... To get the money. Yeah, they've. I, I think. So it was costing them money. Yeah, uh, they've now set up a GoFundMe for it. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, this is like it's because just... because they, they're they're going to try and take him to court, but they're not. You know, they can't afford the lawyer. Well, this so... is the thing. It's like <sighs> I. They don't have a case. In, I mean, you can. T- I've st- I've studied no law. <laughs> I went to fucking college for games development. I think I've got a fairly good handle on the oh, law. Oh yes. But, I mean, just as a layman who doesn't know shit, I'd say, yeah, um, I don't think there's a case there. Because there's, there's like, he said mean things about this piece of shit we threw out onto Steam. Yeah, a, a lot of the, a, a lot of the actual complaints, like the specifics, because I, I did go through and read the entire thing. I read their, uh, their, their donation page on there. Yeah, actual. well, the, the actual complaint itself, the, the actual, um, like, you file, you file, like, your notice of what, you, what you're trying to... Like, your, your, I guess, your paperwork of intent? Yeah, I guess. I guess? Um, and a lot of it is based around a time at which um, digital homicide in an attempt to get games on Steam that wouldn't get noticed... Because this is the other thing about them, they they have been consistently put trying to get games on Steam. Like in the course of like two years, they've they've made something like twenty games. Uh, it's it's not an insignificant amount, which and shows like, they they, ha- just, they just pump that shit out because it's all like for the most part just cobbled together from Unity pre-bought assets, and it's just disparate and dreadful. Like, yeah. So they they change their like they change the developer name from Digital Homicide to all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, one of which was ECC Games. I think so. Yeah. Which the problem with that one was is that there was already a developer called ECC Games, so it came across like they were pretending to be another developer, which is very touchy legal ground. Now I'm fairly certain that wasn't their intention; that they just picked a name out the air and it just happened to be another one. Honestly, at this point, I'm just th- I-, I can't even think that they did that deliberately because they seem so dumb. Yeah. But the thing was, because they were trying to keep this facade up of that it wasn't them. It meant that it came across like they were pretending to be this other developer. So, of course, it was reported on by Jim that that, that this could be what they're doing. And and when even when he found out that this, it doesn't seem like they were intentionally trying to do that, or at the very least that 
you can't prove that they were intentionally trying to do that. Never chalk up to uh, malice what can be easily chalked up to stupidity. Yeah, but they, they took that very, very personally that there was this... They, they considered that to be slander. Um, well, no. Even though the, the article that said this was amended later, but it's something to do with like in the state that they're in. Even if an article is amended later, it can, the, orig- the original like article is what they judge by. Or something uh, weird like that, which is why okay, they want to do it in their state. Uh, I can I can understand both sides of that, but that's still a little annoying. But that's yeah, a bit weird. So I, I guess the upshot of that is that it's it is entirely possible that at some point in the near future, a critic could be taken to court over a bad review of a game, which um yeah, what a fucking time to be alive. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. I mean. There's no way that it, there's no way digital homicide would ever win, but it that would set a dangerous precedent if they did. Oh yeah, I mean, course, I, um, I think it is so impossible for I mean, them of course, to win. No, yeah, it is. It's, it's like they, 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 they don't on. have a leg to stand on. They're just they're a bit simple, and they've taken this like critique very seriously, and they've kind of just brought out the suing go because they threatened to sue Jim Sterling for a very long time. Oh yeah, they've, they, on multiple occasions they they've said, "Oh yeah, you know, so one day someone's going to take you to court." You know, because maybe. you're a big mean doo doo head. And it's like it, it's true that I, I get it. You know, I you make it. you make a game. You're making so, you're making something that, regardless of its actual quality, you you have ownership of. It's your baby. No, I completely understand. Like, yeah, we're we're artists, and we've been putting stuff out on the internet for quite a while now and not everyone will like your stuff even if like you are skilled you might get someone coming around going wow that's fucking shit yeah especially we post stuff on youtube so you know well yeah even as nice as our little as a little community around our channel is you know every now and again some someone will wander in and just be a right dick and you're like wow just wander in and go your shit and wander out again you're like ouch okay (laughs) although you're getting better but yeah, I, I understand having like the ownership thing mm. of like, well, I made this, and you know, there's the whole, if you're not if, if you're not very good at something, you won't know you're not very good at something. So they're like, well, I did this, and I'm really proud of it, and it's like, okay, but genuinely think about mm. it, and like, and critique is like, Jim Sterling is very sharp with his humor. It's very biting. Going, he's through. a harsh critic. He's a harsh critic, yeah. and you know, love him or loathe him. He's a critic. He's, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna say what he likes, what he doesn't like, and why. So learn from that. As much as it would fucking sting, plenty of other developers have. Yeah, and ultimately, just fucking basically just grow up. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing the is, the world if is you're... not just because you made this doesn't make it any like fucking Undertale was made by like what one guy. Yeah, well, you had some help from some other people, but it's yeah, f- but it's, that's yeah. fucking like barely anyone. And look how good that was because he knew his limitations. Hmm. And he worked well within them. Digital Homicide was like, we want to make a 3D game even though we've never done nothing. For- I mean, I don't know if they have, but it feels like they haven't made any kind of 3D game or anything like that before. It, it does feel like this is the first stuff they've made. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, I'm not being funny, but you need to be prepared for people to just wander in and go, this sucks. I mean, especially, especially if you're charging money for it. That's like if the you're, big th- thing. Yeah, yeah. If mean, you're charging like... money for something, you have to be prepared for critique. Because if you're putting something up for free, the old argument of like, well, you can't complain because it didn't cost you anything yeah. doesn't work. Because once you start charging money, then people have to judge it as a product. And you can't, 
as much as it would be nice to say, hey, we could judge everything purely on a piece of art that someone has created, but once money is involved, it has you have to look at it as like a value proposition of like, is this worth the money? And if it isn't, people are gonna tell people and yeah. You can't do anything about that. That's, no, that's, that's, that's exactly freedom true. of speech. You know, you can't stop that. And yeah. if you try and stop it, well, you're kind of a dick. A little bit, yeah. But I guess, you know, we should probably stop talking about them before they start, like, suing us. Oh, yeah. Although, to be fair, you know, we could use the popularity boost. So, um, Digital Homicide are a bunch of wieners. Yes, um, big wieners. No, um, no, they're just, they're not very good wieners. They're like, they're all like... Tiny shriveled chipolatas. No, no, not like Donald Trump's fingers. No, <laughs> they're like, you know when you get like, you go to like a European, like like little or something like that, and there's like a jar of like Bratwurst, but they're all like mangled and that you can tell that they've been in brine for like 16 years, and they're all kind of like, they're they're a bit swollen and split, and you're like... You see, I'm. I, I don't have... want to eat those. They're the worst wieners. That that's digital homicide. Okay. Yeah. You see, I've I've never seen that particular thing in real life, but you painted a vivid image there, um, one <sighs> well, that will stay with me. Well, well, I I felt I needed to get my point across. Yes. So you know. So yeah, I guess we can just sit back and wait for the uh, the summons now. Yeah. 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 We'll uh, let you know how that goes. And roll in the fat YouTube money. <laughs> <laughs> all that delicious internet money. Mm. Yes. Okay, I think that's about all for news. That's all we care about. That's anyway. that's that's well, that's all we care about, and our tiny little pea breens, our p- tiny little pea breens. Pea breens. Yes, like you know, Professor Breen. Y- yeah. Yeah, that's what our brains okay. are. What what was what was the word hypothetically that you were going to say originally? There. Hypothetically, if I didn't make a mistake, because you know I I did I didn't, it probably would have been brain. I oh, guess. okay, a pea brain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pea brain. That's what I said. So what have you been doing this week? What have I been doing? I've been doing fuck all. I have been the most useless piece of shit. I, I haven't played anything new because the week's been pretty stressful for me. I'm going to be honest. It's been a pretty rough week. Mainly because I've given up smoking. It has been 27 hours since my last cigarette. I love that. That's like to the hour, you know. Yes. Yes, I fucking do. You don't... You've never smoked. Very lucky and clever but trust me i know to the fucking minute i literally gave up 1300 hours friday (laughs) i know that and it's going well i think you think although um we thought it was probably best to mention it (laughs) yes just just in case over the next couple of weeks there happens to be say a video where say snipe's quite quiet or very, very angry. Or drummer Matt. Yeah, or is entirely replaced by another person for a while. And if there's any kind of, like, if that happens and then you just hear muffled, anguished screaming in the background, that's probably me. Because nicotine withdrawals are a bitch, I hear. They are a fucking bastard. Oh my god, okay. Well, that's, that's, that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, um, what have we got next? <laughs> hey, I, I want to say what I've been doing. I don't care. Oh. Okay, fine. So it was a follow-up from two weeks ago, when we did the last the last podcast. Um, I finished Fallout 4, um, as much as you can. As in, I beat the main storyline, anyway. Um, I started with the railroad, in case anyone is interested and wants to judge me for my moral choice. Um, <laughs> is that a thing? People are going to be like... <gasps> You ruined Fallout forever. Oh, you totally should have sided with the Brotherhood of Steel. They're not wankers or anything. <laughs> um, 
I really hope that's the in-game like thing. Oh yes, you should side with the Brotherhood of, Brotherhood of Steel. We're not wankers or anything. I don't know. I didn't go too far down their path, so maybe it is. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I, I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting much from the ending. I assumed it would be shit. It's a fair, fair um, assumption. And so when I got it, and it was okay. Wasn't I was, shit. I was pleasantly surprised because I was expecting it to be fucking terrible, and so there was at least a big explosion. So something happened. Well, yeah. So that was good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, and also, um, I was talking about the Binding of Isaac last time as well. Um, playing with Keeper and my failed attempts at doing so. Oh yes. But I, I did manage to beat Blue Baby with with Keeper, so that that was fun. I also managed to beat Hush as well. Okay. And now I'm trying to beat Mega Satan with him, uh, as well as all the other characters I never beat Mega Satan with. So yeah, that's that's part of the continuing grind of my life. Well, maybe you should take up smoking and then quit, so life can be less stressful for you. It's entirely possible that the Binding of Isaac is a much more destructive, like personal habit than smoking was for you. Like for me, Binding of Isaac mm. is as as destructive, if not more so. No, I think that's a fair fair comparison. Actually, yeah. that, 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 that's fair cop. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also I also played a bit of the Battlefleet Gothic Armada beta. Oh yeah, when is that out? Uh, I like, think officially it's the twenty third of this month, I believe. Ooh, not long now. So it's out on the Wednesday. Wednesday, so the game <laughs> officially comes out just too late for us to do a video on it that week because Wednesday is our update day. Yeah, and then um, the game devs hate us. <laughs> uh, but it sh- we should hopefully have a video on that the week after. Excellent. So that's that's fun. Um, it seems pretty good. It's kind of um, I don't want to play too much of it because I don't want to spoil the the effect for doing a video because obviously most of the time we kind of play it more or less blind. Yeah, first impressions, yeah. Yeah, it it's works works better like that usually. Absolutely. I find. Um, but what little little I've played of it, it seems pretty good. Kind of a space RTS kind of thing. Yeah. I, I didn't know how much I'd like it because I never played the board game. Um, I don't think. I know anyone who played the board game. I have never met a human being in real life, as to my knowledge anyway, who has played the Battlefleet Gothic um, tabletop game. I mean, it's it's been around for ages, but yeah, yeah I think I it came think out. Kind of someone knowingly who's played it. I think it came out around ninety eight, ninety nine, maybe. Ooh, yeah. I think. I might be wrong. I, I believe you. You you've been into forty k mm. for way longer than me. So it, it came out around about this, a similar time that I got into it. Mm. If uh, if I remember, because I remember my local games workshop actually having a Battlefleet Gothic board, <laughs> um, which I don't think you'll see those very often anymore. Um, but no, um, Battlefleet Gothic Armada is is seeming pretty good. Um, I, I have heard I have heard good things. So. Um, Let's remain hopeful. Let's remain hopeful. Yeah. Watch what will happen. It'll come out and they'll just break the optimization of it so that it doesn't work. And then we'll cry for weeks. Uh, oh, we'll cry all of the time and it will be awful. It will be the worst thing. It will be the worst thing. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to have V-Sync, which is a bit of a problem when it, um, when the um, the cutscenes were having like major frame tearing. Oh dear. Well, it's it's in beta until it's like official release. Yeah, so I assume that'll probably get added in. It fucking well yeah. better do. I will say one thing. I do. I do really quite like about it is it's one of the very few like 40k games that makes you feel small. Hmm. Because you are technically like. I'm guessing you play as like you know, just standard human. Yeah, you're like the captain of a, a ship. I think you become an admiral, like... 
very early Fucking on. Fucking spoilers. <laughs> you Everyone's going to be so mad at us now. Um, but because that's kind of your character that you're playing as, you're not a space marine. You're not a super... There are lots of people you're answering to. I'm sorry. You just I, whipped I, yourself <laughs> in, in the eye with your own hair. And then I, I blinked because I was like, no, my eyes, there is an intrusion there. And then I trapped hair in my eyeball. I'm so. I was listening. I, I, I just got. You really... was listening, but your hair was more interesting than me talking. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, so the, there's the Admiral and the not Space Marines. I'm just saying, it makes you feel like a small part of a big machine, which not many 40k games have managed to pull off. Because they usually try and make you feel like you've got the biggest dick in the universe by playing a space marine or whatever. Yeah, but I like I like pretending I had the biggest dick in the universe because space marines are amazing. They are very cool, but sometimes it's nice to have a game that's not from no, that perspective. No, no, that's true. That's true. Although I could really go for like Space Marine Two. Yeah, but you know, like what's that? Like THQ is dead or whatever. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, the interesting thing was they were they were planning to do like a trilogy. I know, like they were, oh, the, the story for the second one sounded a bit weak, but at the same time, it's like I don't care because I want to play it. Cause, well, they oh, were they were going to so do like um, Titus wasn't his name? It's not Titus. It's Titus. Yeah, yeah Titus. Because I always get them confused. With yeah, because uh, they're so similar. <laughs> Am I right? Yes, Titus from Final Fantasy X. Spitting image for, ti- for Titus from Space Marine. Yes. Spitting image. Spit- Honestly, fucking hell. <laughs> Come on, stop collaborating on this shit. But yeah, they were going to do uh, uh, some sequels where... Because spoilers, by the way, for a game that came out in 2011. Um, I think it was 2011? I don't know. I just know it was like at least one year ago. It was at least a year ago. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, that he was he was taken away by the Inquisition because they, they thought that he might possibly be tainted by chaos. Well, to be fair, he did have, like, a lot of, like, warp resistance and stuff, so he he was ticking some boxes, but we knew he wasn't yeah, he corrupt. he was suspicious as fuck he was, he to was, the Inquisition. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but fuck, to the Inquisition, we'd be suspicious. Well, yeah. But, but they were going to do a thing where he sort of... Not doesn't turn traitor like by going chaos or anything, but would like escape from the Imperium as such, and then sort of build up his own Space Marine chapter kind to of kind like of a take very, it to chaos. A diet Legion of the Damned, a kind of like kind of like just like uh, closer in, to in grey, I guess. Uh, there's a f- there is a, a chapter called the Soul Drinkers who sort of became were sort of told that they were tainted by chaos. But they continued to fight for the em- for the empire, sort of thing. Mm. Imperium. Um, Imperium. That's the right the word. Empire. <laughs> My brain was thinking of like the the solid form. There's an emperor, and yeah. yeah, it's the empire. I've I've been playing a lot of games with the word empire in recent. You know what? I'm fucking sick. I'm sick of fake geek boys like you. Oh, I know. Just fucking coming up here just to impress us girls, going, "Hey guys, uh, I like the Space Marines. They fight the uh, the Emperor, don't they? They're really yeah, they're they're cool in the Empire." I'm fucking sick of your shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to say that every time you get something wrong about forty k. <laughs> See, I'll just make stuff up and like be so confident with it that you won't question me. Yeah, probably. I'll say, "Oh yeah, this this faction, um, they come from a planet." That is made entirely of treacle. Yeah, it's really weird. It's from Rogue Trader, you know. Well, to be fair, <laughs> Rogue Trader has like fucking like breath freshening squigs. 
So if you told me there was a planet made of treacle called, like, oh, I don't know, Oma Butt, though, that the marines of Oma Butt, though, were called, like, I don't know, fanny packs and head scrags, marines, <laughs> itus. And they worked for, like, the fucking... They were direct the direct arm of the Ordo Dick Malleus. <laughs> I'd probably believe you, because Rogue Trader was fucking insane. It was it was a very strange... That's why fucking, strange like, what's, what's that Inquisitor's name? Inquisitor Obi-Wan Kenobi something? Clouseau. Sher- Obi-Wan Sherlock Clouseau. Yeah, like... Was. So yeah, if you told me about that, I'd believe you. Just just for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Rogue Trader was the original edition of Warhammer 40,000. And it was buttfuck stupid. Um, written by a bunch of maniacs who lived in Nottingham. <laughs> we didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what was I talking about? Oh, we were talking about Battle, Battlefleet Gothic. But yeah, it makes you feel a small, a small cog in, in the greater Imperium, and that's in quite cool. A great cog in the War Machine, one might say. Yes. Oh yeah, we also played War Machine um, this week. You are so welcome for that little nudge, by a the way. Segway, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm the queen of segways. It wasn't very good. It was badly optimised. Shit. I don't like it. I thought you were talking about my segway. No, no. My segue was badly optimized. I'm talking about the video game War Machine Tactics. War Machine Tactics is such a shame. It's a pity because, like, you see, I don't like... It's like you could almost feel that there was at least some passion there, which is more than most games get. Yeah, I mean, I hear the board game that it's based on, it's a bit more of a skirmish, like, um, war game than, like, 40k is a bit more large scale yeah whereas war machine is more small scale from what i've heard anyway i've heard it's like the rules are really really good and it's a really fun game i have heard good that i've never played it see i was always put off by the models i i kind of know what you mean because the i mean they're okay but that's it yeah they're okay like games workshop as much as i hate giving them money and i hate giving them money like like that old model of nagash you mean the worst model 40k, um, the worst model Games Workshop produced basically ever. Yeah, and then they brought out the new one and it was fucking badass. And they were like, what? It's yeah. like, yeah, okay, still don't have no sisters though, but whatever, I don't care, I don't care, I'm not angry. But War Machine stuff is like, I mean, it's not as bad as Nagash. No, it's, it's, it's no Nagash. Fuck no. And it's no New Wolfen either. <sighs> don't. I can't even think about the new wolf. I picked the wrong week to give up smoking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking talking about wolf and uh. But no, it's like... The, God, I feel like such a snob saying so, but it's like... Half the appeal of like a tabletop war game like 40k, War Machine, or Dread Zone, Dead Zone... There's Dead Zone and Dread Ball. The okay. one we've played is Dead Zone. Dead Zone, which is um, I get very Mantic confused. Games, which was a breakaway from like because a lot of them were old Games Workshop employees who were just like these guys fucking suck. Let's go make our own tabletop war game. Pretty much, as far as I understand it. Anyway. Yeah, that, that, as far as I'm aware. I mean, if I'm wrong, please someone tell me. I'll, I'll get my fucking facts straight. But yeah, those guys are amazing, and I really would love to get into their game. But I'm so in love with a lot of parts of 40k lore. Yeah, that's the real problem. And it's like, oh, they've, like, they've ensnared me. Like, fuck you, GW. Fucking dicks. I wish I could play games in the 40k universe 
with 40k models, but not, that didn't involve me giving Games Workshop money. Exactly. That would well, be amazing. We're just going to have to custom like build all of our armies now. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I play I, I play orcs, so I pretty much do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I play I play wolves, like space wolves. So I can't really do that because I, I sh- I'm shit at that kind of thing. I mean, the last thing I bought from Games Workshop was a good few years ago, which was my Thunderwolf cavalry, and I probably made everyone really hate me now because. That that's fucking like fuck you mode. I don't, but, I don't know how they are now because I I've I don't not... know I I have heard that like um because I just don't I just don't look anymore because they're like like fucking murder fang and for those who don't know that's like a new space wolf kind of like dreadnought. It's by new. It's like over a year old. Now. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is the thing. I just I'm purposely ignoring Games Workshop news because they just they seemingly just keep ruining everything I care about. Like, yeah, like yeah. again with Murderfang, random dreadnought that the space wolves just find pissing about, just screaming and being crazy, and they're like, "Yeah, can we keep him?" And it's like, no, "Fuck off, <laughs> fuck off!" And the fucking weird Logan, like fucking Santa sleigh, Logan Grimnall's Santa sleigh. Yeah, what the fuck am I looking at? What? Who? I, no, no, stop! Stop it! Stop it! Stop with this fucking Wolfen. I would love it if Wolfen were like... Now, see, this is the way I fucking interpret Space Wolves, right? Now, fucking... Okay. Space Vikings, that's fucking badass. Yes. Space Werewolves, that's a bit lame. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's, now, if these were just Space Vikings, how I interpret them is they're just Space Vikings that have taken on the like the the totem animal of the wolf and they're like a lot of their folklore around Fenris is about the wolf you know like you know the wolf chasing the sun and and stuff like that making them werewolves on top of that is really lame so like oh yes you know like grey hunters and you know once you once you get like like long fangs and stuff and their their sclera the white part of the eye starts yellowing in there and their canine teeth get really long it's like because the Canis Helix is, for some reason, makes you a werewolf. Yeah. It's as stupid as the fucking... It's as stupid as, like, the Blood Angels becoming vampires and getting the Red Rage. <laughs> the I'm, Red I'm, Thirst. No, it's the Red Rage. <laughs> Trust me on this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know much about, like, the Blood Angels because I think vampires are lame anyway. Like, I think they're really shit. Yeah, I hate that. I, I can't blame you for that. Werewolves are cool, but I want my space Vikings just to be space Vikings. Stop! And the, the new Wolf models are fucking shit. God, they look dreadful. It looks but, like someone's just snorted a bunch of paint and like <laughs> all over them as well. I was like, come on! Like you guys have access to amazing. Oh, like okay, I'm gonna stop ranting now. Yeah, because to get back to the point that we started with. No, I want to rant about like Wolf and some more. <laughs> but no, carry on. Yeah, that. What we uh, what we were originally saying about is that the War Machine models we don't like them very much. Don't like them very much. I, I'm uh, just not a big fan of the sculpts. I kind of like the Warjacks the way they look, but the actual the actual sculpts of like the the like regular humans and things. Well, I just just I the can, poses always seem a bit off to me. I can kind of accept like the fact that their human models aren't up to scratch because. They're the hardest things to get right. People are really hard to like model. Oh yeah, and they just don't have the money that Games Workshop does, so no, they can't. Exa- exactly. They can't do it. So, to that I mean, it's like, I don't think they're a shit company because of that. Like, absolutely not. But it's just like it does doesn't help as a consumer when there's like beautiful things that the big evil corporation Games Workshop is is pumping out. 
because there are some very very lovely models yes very yes. pretty that I would like to to have and hold <laughs> and cherish I'm going to marry a, a Games Workshop model but it, but it's signing a prenup so I get all of its money if I divorce it okay and that's that's and fortunate also, because they're worth a lot of money <clears throat> bit too fucking much yes let's be honest like I fucking okay I, I know I know I'm tangenting but like I, fucking crazy yeah yeah I bought a Canis Wolfborn like um that was metal and that was the last one in the shop before they brought like the uh, the fine cast in and then they upped the price because that cost me like 25 quid which is not an ins- insignificant amount of money for one fucking model yeah but it's metal yeah so good... it, like it's heavy and I could probably kill someone with it so I'm like you know what that's a reasonable pur- well it's not a reasonable purchase but I feel way better about it oh yeah the old Canis Wolfball model if you've got the metal one you can you can dread sock that you can put yeah. that thing in a sock beat a man to death with it easily so you know I keep that by my bed just in case just in case I need to beat someone to death yeah you know? It's, it's, it's a good use for it. Luck favors the prepared and all that. But, like, the resin ones are just, like, like tissue light. And it's, like, they're, like, 30-something quid now. And I'm, like... They're probably more than that by now. They're probably more than that. I'm showing my age. But, yeah, and it's just, like... No. I don't... Mm, no. No. But, anyway, we should probably stop tangenting about 40K. Because yeah. everyone hates it when we talk about 40K. Oh, they hate Haven't it. you noticed? They like, every time it. we do a video on 40K, people are like, Fucking, you, you suck. Go back to non-40K, you dicks. <laughs> no one like, wants us to talk about Warhammers. No. Nobody no. ever. Maybe people want us want us to talk about the War Machines. But I guess we've said... It's, it's, yeah, the, ge- the War Machine the, Tactics is a... It's dreadful. It it's is a bad, bad poorly optimised game... That, don't buy it. It's buy bad. It. It's not even like, it's not even, haha, this sucks. It's just, no, this sucks. This is not fun. So, speaking of our channel and things that people seemingly like or don't like, there's been a really interesting subject that a couple of people have asked us about. Whether or not we intentionally keep our channel small. And that, now, that might seem really weird, just, but then you got to think, how can you keep your like intentionally keep a YouTube channel small? Yeah, this is a few people have asked us about this. Yeah, and it's really kind of, I mean, it's flattering that people think that we could just flick, <laughs> like, just decide and just decide to be a popular YouTube channel. That's really lovely. Um, of like, you know what? I tire, I tire of being like financially weak. YouTube fame. Fucking um, yeah. But yeah, ju- just just to kind of lay the record straight about that. No, we don't intentionally keep it small. No, we're just... I think we're just really bad at marketing. Yeah, I mean, it, it is really nice sometimes that it's small because it means that we can interact with people a lot more. Like, when when we do a live stream, then... then we can, we can, we can respond actually... directly and take time to read the chat. And it's, yeah, we, it can, is nice. we can talk to people and we know we're... I mean, obviously, sometimes it's going to happen, but we, we know that... We're probably not going to leave too many people out. Obviously, if there's a lot of chat going on, then there's only so much we can do. But yeah, yeah, we, we try. We try to kind of, you know, we try to include everyone and always pay attention to everyone. So being small does have its perks it in, really does. in that regard. You but get like a lovely little community that you kind of, you know, and, and shoot the shit with. It's fun. But yeah, trying to keep it, like, intentionally keeping us small. I mean, the thing is, you just try and think about it. Like, yeah, how would you keep a channel small well, intentionally? You see, my first thing, my first thought was like, I guess you could suddenly like do like a vlog or something and say something disgustingly racist, like something horrible. 
And then I was like, but no, then you get loads of fucking traffic. From the wrong places. From the wrong type of thing. The people who think that saying something really racist is awesome. The dickheads. And then I was like, okay, so I guess you could keep a channel small by just never doing anything, but but we do, like, two videos a week? Yeah, about that at the moment, yeah. And it's like, so if you do two videos a week, how do you do that? How do you deliberately keep your channel small, apart from just sucking at marketing? I mean, I guess you can just be... If, I guess if your channel's shit, you can do it. DSP. Yeah, okay. He uploads, yeah. like, seven videos a day. Yeah, yeah, so being awful is no is, is no. no guarantee of, yeah. of lack of success. Yeah, I, that really does bake your noodle, doesn't it? It's like... But it's funny that this is a question that's been posed to us a couple of times, yeah. because it's... Like I say, it's just, it is it is flattering that people think that we have a say in this. But yeah, no, this is this the the size of the channel has got nothing to do with with us intentionally doing it. It's that big because that's how many people have seen it and like it. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, one day there'll be more. Um. We need more more like more captains for our space marine chapter. <laughs> I guess if if you're okay with it, I could talk a bit about the show that I've been watching a lot recently. Oh, go on. So I've been watching a show called Space 1999, which I think it originally came out in 1975. It's uh, it's a show by um, Jerry Anderson and Sylvia Anderson, who most people will probably know from putting out things like Thunderbirds and Stingray and Captain Scarlet and stuff. So like Super Marionation, I, I think it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the thing with the puppets and stuff. Yeah, he. Yeah, they, I'm they, so I'm so good at tele- knowing what television is. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, they mostly did shows with puppets, but they did do a handful of live action ones. And Space 1999 is one of those. All right. And the general plot of the show is that there is a base on the moon called Moon Base Alpha. <laughs> it's a very very clever name. Very original name, and. They use the moon to dump like nuclear waste, um, which I guess is is a sensible idea. Um, it's, it's a depressingly like that sounds like something we probably will start doing soon. Oh, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we've we've dumped it enough in our own on our own planet. We might as well dump it on on some other celestial mass as yeah, well. Yeah, it's fine. Someone might find it in like two million years and think it's alien life or something. Ah, it's fine. Um, but what happens is, is that they they realise that because they've stored so much radioactive material together, it starts reacting weirdly, and it explodes quite violently, sending the moon out of orbit. Oh. Shit. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, so the people on the base are sort of like, yeah, we can't get back to Earth because we got catapulted away so fast. So pff, we've just got to hope we find an Earth-like planet as our mo- as the moon drifts out of the solar system and just. It goes into deep space. So, um, it dr- it's drifting out of the solar system. So, is this one of those things that doesn't understand how slow and how long space travel actually is? Oh, it has no comprehension at all. Okay. Like, it keeps saying, oh, we've travelled X amount of light years, but the moon is obviously travelling vastly under light speed. Yeah. Um, but only, that like, would, a year has passed. That would be pretty funny if the moon just, like, a nuclear explosion happened on the moon and then suddenly it's travelling at the speed of light. I mean, I think that's what they, they they try to insinuate. Like early on, it moves so fast to begin with that mm. that it's sort of out of range of Earth very very quickly, and then it kind of slows down. It slows down. 
Yeah, don't try and think of the physics but, of that. Uh, okay, just yeah. don't, don't okay, think it's, about it's it. It's 1975, okay. I'm yeah, just, this, I'm this just is, trying to ignore... This is pre-Star Wars, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, and and the show kind of goes on and they kind of go through space and they encounter aliens and they encounter just weird celestial shit. Okay. Um, and have to deal with that. And the thing is, because although it's, it was technically an international production, it had a lot of British people behind it and so it's kind of made like a British show. So even though, like, there's Americans and Australians and things in it, it's really fucking bleak. Oh, the, Brit- the, the great British bleakness. So, like, episodes will end where basically they lose, effectively. Like, some weird shit, like, um, like I guess a, a good example w- would be of, like, how just kind of bleak and weird the show was, was there's an episode where... A guy on the moon base starts being kind of haunted by a ghost that had died horrifically. And then you later find out the ghost is him, but his his ghost was haunting like him and the base because he died horrifically in the future. And at the end of the episode, you see how he dies and then the ghost goes away. So he kind of pre-haunted everyone. Yeah, the the show, is, and so it's like technically yeah. space traveling vengeful self ghost. Yeah, um, that was that was the kind of stuff that did, was in the show. So it was kind did, of did the guy like die horrifically like in the way he was supposed to like at the end of that episode? Yeah. Oh, see that makes a little bit more sense because I thought like he just sees it and goes oh, and then the ghost is like eh, see ya. No, no, they're like... Um, haunting yourself. Now that's... Fucking, like in tr- that's interesting. And the thing is, he dies trying to get rid of the ghost. Oh my... Fucking paradoxes. What if the ghost hadn't been there? Then he would have... Oh. So yeah, the show was not only bleak, but it was weird. Like, it just had all the... Like, every other episode of it was fucking weird. Like, there was a whole episode where they find an alien race, and it turns out, like, who was on a space station, that was like it, it had like a major accent on it um and because they were they were all on board this to try and like save their civilization because like, i think their original planet was fucked up and so they were kind of traveling across space in this huge station to kind of find somewhere to was live. it a moon it wasn't a moon no well then they're obviously not traveling with style <laughs> um but they they find that um there are a load of people on the station that are basically living like savages and a small group of them that are living uh, that uh, that are living like a high tech lifestyle. And what had happened was is that everyone who was infected with radiation from like their generator blowing up and fucking up their, their, their station, they basically kind of quarantined them away, and so they went back to like primitive life. And the people who who were radiation free continued to live their kind of technologically advanced lifestyle, but convinced the primit these people who become primitives that they were gods. And were not only salvaging them for parts oh. so that they could extend their own lifespan, but were just eating them. Fucking hell. That so, got dark pretty Yeah, that's quick. the kind of things that were happening in it. And yeah, and, It sounds a bit tonally weird. And in the end, they just completely topple that society and then just fuck off on their moon. I love that. As a, in the end, they topple the cannibalistic society and fuck off on their moon. So yeah, that's the kind of show it was. It's like this. Yeah, okay. Now, you, you, if if you're interested in seeing it, you can see it on YouTube. Well, it's like what forty years old. Yeah, um, and now it's a cool show. The first series is a is a really cool, interesting sci-fi. 
Then the second series happens. Okay. See, what happened was, is that they got a new producer on board, and he used to do stuff on Star Trek, I believe. And what, what he thought would be a good idea is to make this this kind of bleak but really interesting sci-fi show that that didn't really didn't really fall into a lot of the tropes of other sci-fi. Uh, he thought he would make it way more palatable for American television. So what what was done was they got rid of like a handful of the cast, including my favorite character, who was an old guy called Victor, who had a terrible haircut and he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's his. That's his character. He was. He had a terrible haircut and was amazing. He he was like their ideas guy. Like okay. Whenever they needed a crazy sci-fi thing, like oh, we need to be able to make our moon rotate quicker, and he'd come up with some crazy way to detonate nukes on it to make it spin <laughs> faster or some shit. Like he was their ideas guy, and he was kind of a cool character because he was always kind of quite bright and. And kind of cheerful and hopeful about things. Well, your favourite character was cheerful and hopeful. Yeah, but he was like the one cheerful and hopeful person in the entire show. So oh, okay, he kind of okay. stood out as being kind of quite a, quite a cool character. Yeah, he's just gone. No explanation. He's just gone. They changed the theme tune, and the theme tune was fucking awesome. It was like this, this crazy, like funky seventies, like like uh, fast paced, highly ed- like super quickly edited intro. And I fucking unironically adore the intro. <laughs> And they just changed that to like this this really cheesy intro, <sighs> and they they thought, oh yeah, let's just start adding in comic relief, and make the ho- and make like episodes have kind of vaguely happy endings. <sighs> let's also make the main character who's a right miserable shit. Let's make him laugh a lot, and also let's introduce an alien that they now have on board their thing who can turn into animals at will. Basically, turn it into really shit Star Trek. Yeah, that's basically what they did. So they should have just told this producer to fuck off. That really fucking irritates me. I, I, like, if I remember probably the, the main stars pretty much did. They awesome. just they basically said, "Yeah, by the way, um, we hate what you're doing with the show. So you've got this this much time to film the rest of the episodes with us because we're fucking off to the Riviera for a month." Can't blame them. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, so I was like, I, I've watched like the first like three episodes of this second series, and it's like it, it's like night and day, and it really annoys me because I really like that first season, but that, but then they just ruin it in the second season, and I know that I am complaining about a show that was made nearly forty years ago. It's been bothering me recently because I was really enjoying the show, and now I'm I'm at that horrible point when there's only two seasons of something, and you've watched the entire first one and liked it all the way through, and you've got to the second one. And you've watched, like, a bit of it, and it's kind of shit. But you're like, well, I've technically watched over half of the show's entire run, so I might as well watch the rest. Uh, But I know the rest is going to piss me off. uh, So I'm I'm in that sort of awkward position um, that annoys me enough that I will spend, like, 10, 15 minutes ranting about that on a podcast. No, I I understand. I understand. Because it's, like, I, I really like this anime called Gunslinger Girl. And, uh, for those who don't know, it's about, like... Set in Europe, some somewhere in Europe, you know, and it's basically a, a hitman school for little girls. So, right. I think the first episode, it's been a while since I've seen it. Is it anything to do with Leon, the professional? No, but that would explain probably why I like it so much. Because they all have, like, handlers, because of course they do. Um, and all these little girls, they're like, um, I think the oldest one's like 15. And I think they have, like... 
if memory serves, they've got like some kind of like cybernetic enhancements, which in the oldest one, Tiella, I think her name is, and she's Italian, a blonde Italian. Yeah. You know, if, which is just anime all over. <laughs> Not that blonde Italians don't exist, but you know, crazy colored hair. But that's what I, that's one of the things I really like about it is that the art style is quite realist as realistic as anime gets yeah really and like no one has stupid colored hair like there's no one with like huge ass green hair it's just they've got normal colored hair and um they've all got handlers and like their thing is that they their handler will take the little girl out um to wherever somebody needs to be assassinated from they'll they'll take them there they keep their guns in like there's like a really expensive make of like classical instruments and that's where they keep their gun and I think there's like a scene in the first episode where uh, the main the main girl I can't remember her name but she's she's quite say she's like nine or ten. She's a youngin. She's a youngin. Probably too young to be killing people. Well, yeah, definitely too young to be holding guns, but that's an entire entirely different issue. But you know, <laughs> it's an anime, and you know he kind of leads her to this hotel room and he he wanders off, and she wanders up and knocks on the door. And this big fucking mafioso guy like, like opens the door and peers over her, and then she proceeds to jump around like in the coolest, most anime action scene, murdering all of them. She's with basically hit girl. Yeah, I think she has like a um, p like a p ninety or something. It's it's gun porn basically. Oh, okay. You know how I feel about guns. That, that explains why you like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it suddenly goes from being like, what is this to oh my god, this is graphic and really cool and whoa. And it was kind of talking about like how the girls aren't... They aren't normal because, well, they kill people, for one. They're like little girl assassins. And it's a bit judgmental, isn't it? Saying that people who kill people can't be normal contributing members of society. Well, I'm saying that they're basically like orphan children who've been taken by this shady like, group yeah, and yeah. trained to kill people and like operated on. So forgive me for saying that they aren't exactly what you'd call average. And it's like, it's, it's quite gritty and it's like dealing with little girls and kind of like, you know, one of them's got a crush on a handler and, you know, and they, they them talking to each other and just being friends and and like talking about their targets like it's nothing and and it's a very interesting story you know and and then season two happens they've changed the art style now it's like moe to the max big pretty eyes and everything's all like bright colors and you're like okay no no maybe it doesn't suck and then they start like they're holding hands with their handlers and being like, "Oh, I love handler senpai, ugu," and it's like, "Oh my fucking god, what have you done? Kill someone, you know?" And it's like it's like watching a completely different fucking show. And it's like, okay, I can feel what's happened. Someone's come in and gone. People really like this, but what if we made it really cute? And like basically, someone who doesn't understand why it's popular coming in and changing everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the thing is, is that. When you change something in a show like that, like between seasons, like say new production staff come on or whatever, it you can almost always tell. You can usually tell, and it's it's not inherently a bad thing because sometimes it can breathe real fresh air into a series. No, I, I, I'm not averse to change. Mm. It's just when like when it the entire tone changes. Yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's the problem. It's like no, no, I liked the tone. You, you, if you want to bend it a little bit, that's fine. But the reason I'm watching it is this. Don't change that. Fuck off. It, oh, God. I can understand 
because gunslinger girl was taken from me. I can understand how you feel about your forty-year-old sci-fi, <laughs> and See, I think I think you're allowed to rant about that because that is a bit shitty when that happens. Yeah, yeah. And I've just got to find another old sci-fi to watch. I'm just, there'll probably be a few. <laughs> Honestly, it's just been, it's been the same ever since I, I went through like the entire run of um, Star Trek: Next Generation. Oh, I've, that's a good season. I've just constantly be on been on the search for more sci-fi series to watch. Um, <laughs> And sometimes that has led me down good places, like the first season of Space 1999, and sometimes that's led me to, like, fucking Andromeda. I don't know, like, bad places, like the second season of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we're, we're not talking about Andromeda. Fuck that. No one should speak about Andromeda. No one. No one should. I think we're out of time now. I think... Pre- pretty much, I think. Yeah. So, uh, what's coming up on the channel, though? On, on, on our, our channel. On our, on our YouTube channel. On our, I was going to say that. God fucking damn it. <laughs> What's coming up on the YouTube channel, What We Own? Well, we've obviously got um, Snuggle Play coming up on uh, on Wednesday. On Wednesday, which is on... Wednesday. <laughs> which is on what game? Well, I don't know if we should say anything. Okay, I guess we won't say anything then. We won't say anything. Obviously, we've got those. Uh, we this will is have... why we're choosing to keep our channel small. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll be doing the last part of Jazz Punk. We'll go on, up on Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday, yeah. Um, and then we'll have to pick a new game to do as like a, a Saturday Let's Play series. Yeah, it could have maybe a week's break because... The whole you giving up smoking thing, maybe it's not a good idea to sit you down with a game for like over an hour at a time. Yeah. You might try and kill someone. Like and Like me. Yeah. So maybe, maybe not. We we ju- we just don't know. So there might be a few videos on a Saturday missed until we start up a new Let's Play. But we know yeah. what we're doing. But we know what we're doing. And I think you'll yeah, like it. Everything will be fine. Uh, but apart from that, I think it's just business as usual at the moment. Yeah, for the most part, I reckon. Yeah. Streaming um, next Saturday as well. Yeah, we'll be which streaming. is going to be fun. Yes. Like, hi everyone. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm so, so yeah, if, if Snipe's a bit bit edgy on, on the next stream, that's why. All I ask is that you be be gentle with me. <laughs> because I'm gonna fucking need it. Um but I guess that's that's about uh, that's about it. That's about us. So. That's, that's another episode down. Yay. Uh, by the way, thank you to everyone who gave us feedback on that first episode. Yes, um, thank you very, very much. We've we've tried to take your critique to heart and be better. Don't know if we've managed that. Hopefully, we're getting better. Yeah, hopefully. Um, obviously, we might mess around with this format a bit more. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, in the future. Um, but for now, we're just we're just trying to get better. We will, we will try and get better each time. We are doing our best. It'll just be like more forty k, and we'll be like, okay, we shouldn't have called it something that wasn't to do with games or anything specific because people just want us to do a forty k podcast. Admittedly, I don't think anyone asked us about that. No, I'm okay with that. I, I, I don't like being tied mm. down to a specific topic because I can't keep on topic. I'm dreadful. This, this See? See, look, I'm doing it now. Okay, where can people find us? We're on, uh, we're on YouTube as Snipe and Web Play. Yes, if, we are. If you're, not watching the, if you're not listening to this on the channel. And we are also on Twitter and Facebook as Snipe and Web Play. And we are on Patreon and Twitch as just Snipe and Web. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us um, or watch the dumb stuff we do, then you can find us on those. Oh, we're also on iTunes now. Um, this podcast, you might be listening to this by iTunes and therefore telling you it is a bit redundant because you've just listened to it on but iTunes. But people might not know. So yeah, if you want to get this podcast by iTunes, you can find it on there. So yeah. 
Um, so, um, I guess we're done. Okay, yeah. We, we've been us and you've been you. And goodbye. Goodbye.